Hey everybody, this is NJ here, the host of the NJ Podcast, and this is Thriving Project Management Thursdays. This is where we share ideas on how you can become the best project manager in the world in this time of immense complexity, intense competition, and accelerated change. The world needs great project management skills. And as Joy Gum said, organizations, operations, keeps the lights on, strategy shows the light at the end of the tunnel, and project management is a train engine that drives the organization forward. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about the five things that you can do as a new project manager to add value. Five things you can do as a new project manager to add value. And when you are a project manager starting off in, a, in your career or starting off in a new organization, it would be on your in your best interest and for the organization's best interest for you to hit the ground running and to show your value immediately. It allows you to build trust, rapport, and for you to uh, uh, get uh, get a good head start and for you to build the trust and for you to build your equity. And I want to list five things that you can do that you uh, when you start as a project manager that's going to add value to the organizations. We'll go over the, uh, the five. The first one is to list all projects. Two, provide a standard list of reporting. Three, provide standard uh, RAG levels. Four, have a good contact list. And then five, set up a steering committee and a governance schedule. Let's go through the very first one. Start putting together a prioritized list of all projects, you know. So many businesses and organizations, even in your own personal life, you may not have a single list, a single master list of every single project uh, that is on the go, that has been completed, that has, uh, one, that's going to be started. And that makes it difficult for management to understand which projects are active, what the budget is, and who the resources are, and what's the strategic importance. And you'll be surprised in mature organizations where there is no prioritized list or even just a list list of all the projects you know so there's a couple of things when you listing a project is you know get yourself a template you know like start off with basic excel you don't need to be all fancy with all these tools out there i don't need for that all you need to do get yourself a an excel spreadsheet list the project name the project description the budget uh, who the still who the owner is um what any risks they are and how what the start date is and what the end date is and also what type of project it is it is it a run project is it a grow project is it a transform project is it a run-of-the-mill project and also list if it's any type of operation type of work and uh, i want you to make sure that you understand what the project is a project is an endeavor that ends at the end of the day an endeavor that's about that's supposed to bring about change in an organization and it ends if it doesn't have a start date and it doesn't have an end date it is not a project to his operations so to find that that uh, that template you know then you can go and collect the data now populate this simple excel spreadsheet with what you know and spirit and speak to all the project managers and department heads and account managers to gather that information and it's it may not even take you it may take you that long depending on the type of uh, organization that you're in but i've spent a lot of time getting a whole consolidated list of all these projects you know and speak to the right people and get the input in and uh, frame it in the way of saying listen i want 
to make sure that we all on the same page with all the projects that are around so that we have a single view of them so that we have visibility and which drives accountability which allows us to have some predictability and it allows you to uh, make sure that people are on the same word with regards to uh, the projects you know so just have the conversation with uh, the people that you that are there then go and just review it. Just pass it on to different project managers, account managers, business heads, and put it on a shared drive. Uh, give people that who need access to it. Set a time to say, please, here's a consolidated list of what I have. It's still in the draft, but please review this and uh, please uh, comment on what is the, uh, if this if information is correct. And then publish it and say this is the final draft and give it to senior management and then they will be able to find this extremely extremely useful and uh, it behooves you it, like it, like for you to say to make i'm going to make senior management and the c-suites lives better because of all the list of projects that uh, now i've got all the projects all the information in one view it will definitely help them because they will operate off of uh, information timely and correct information and then you have uh, then you can go and publish it and say here is your list and that's the very first thing that you can do as to as a new project manager to add value is to list all of the projects and this will allow them to prioritize them all right then the next thing that you can do as a project manager is uh, to add value is to have some standard reporting have some standard reporting now, management can have lists of projects and you all want to know what the project progress is in a consistent way. And if you have a consistent way of, of, of uh, reporting, everyone is, can, it takes away the confusion that's there. So again, to define a template, look for some stuff that is online. Make it as simple as, as possible. Put it with it's an Excel PowerPoint. You don't need to be fancy. You can use all the other tools that are out there. But I found that when you're starting out, Excel and PowerPoint can be your best friend. And then uh, once you have a standard reporting, you can say, uh, start to say, you know, we're going to report on a weekly basis. It's going to be a monthly basis. Are we going to have a summary of the project? Are we going to use percentages? Uh, are we going to use milestones? Uh, what is a standard project report? And there's a lot of uh, things that are out there, uh, templates that are out there. You need to be able to tailor the stuff that you found out, find out there for you. Then go and educate project teams, and that's important. You need to be able to educate so that we've got standard reporting. Because when there's one, two, when there's more than one person in any organization or any project, uh, standardization is important so that we, we don't end up confusing each other. Educate the teams on what the, uh, the standards are and how they should go about reporting. Then, if you work in a team of multiple project managers and if there's a PMO then review and consolidate the data to produce a summary report I mean you can get all the information but uh, what managers uh, would like to have is one consolidated view of all the information on one page and that can that definitely helps and then more importantly if people don't know it's there it's not useful you know it's like that saying that if it's not on the gram it didn't happen if it's not published for senior managers it's not there so distribute the reports to sponsors and stakeholders and use it as part of a steering committee or a weekly meeting or a weekly status report and put it out there for everybody to see 
and even if some people don't buy into it and you see it as a thankless task at the end of the day the fact that it's there is going to can possibly save lives so that people can know what's going on human beings are have a need for progress and progress brings happiness and if you have a standard uh, way of reporting on your projects it's a step forward so that's the second thing that you can do as a new pm to add value to organization is to have some standard reporting the next thing is to have standard rag levels standard rag levels so rag level stands for red amber and green and this is very important for people to know the status of a project and this is so that you can understand which project is going well which project is behind which project is in flight and which project has got no chance of survival and which ones need a whole lot more attention than the others and rag allows you to prioritize your actions and your resources to say maybe we should take more action on this project that's in flight and with this point you can define the rack level so uh, so simple uh, document that lists the red amber and green so red means that we are behind on whether it's time cost budget and expectations benefits you are behind and it needs to be sorted out then amber amber means that the, it is at risk there is a risk of something going wrong okay there's something there is a risk of something going on and then green Green means that everything is on track and everything is smooth sailing, but and more projects you will find every red. And uh, when things are in amber, be sure that you manage and mitigating the, uh, the the risks that are there. And it also allows you to build the risk profile of the project. And the next thing, once you've defined the rag. Uh, statuses educate people on it i mean it seems to be self-explanatory but have a have a glossary and indication of what red is what amber is what green is and then life will be much easier and then also review the reports uh, that has been applied to the standard standardized reporting and make sure that it is applied consistently across the board you know what i mean that will make things a whole lot easier so make sure that rag has been applied uh, with the with the criteria throughout then another thing that you can do as a new project manager to have value is make sure you have a good contact list. Make sure you have a good contact list of who is who in the zoo, who is responsible for what, and who is the chain of escalation. It will save a lot of life because lives because one of the biggest things organizational organizations face is the lack of communication and clear reporting lines and clear roles and responsibilities and that can make things a whole lot difficult and a lot of time can be wasted when you don't know who to speak to with regards to a project or a process or technology or something that needs to be sorted out and it can also mean that uh, one person can have their name across everything but they're not supposed to be the person that's there for example a, a person who's supposed to sign off on budgets um may their name may not be there and then you don't know who's supposed to sign off and you give the signature to somebody someone else give the signature and you find out it's not a void and you realize that you are encroaching on somebody else's responsibility that is going to be a very hard thing for you to get over and it's more common than you than i would like to believe in most organizations because there is not that clear reporting line so how you can fix this issue and, and also to make sure that there are limited bottlenecks you know so so that we know who to speak to and to fast track the process and a simple contact list can easily fix this i mean again go and define uh, a 
a, a template for this and try to keep things as simple as possible with the with defining uh, templates and these things actions that you're taking try and make the template as simple as possible because we're looking for something that's simple and that's yeah, that's as agile to use because complexity is the enemy of of uh, uh, execution. You want to be able to execute very quickly. So have a document name, uh, a simple document. Have the name, have the role, and contact details. Okay, keep it simple there. You can add more to the uh, more onto this template for your contact list, but simple. Have the name of the person, have the role, and the contact details. You might even want to go put the business unit or the organization. Then go and populate the list now. So pre-populate the list as much as possible, and this you follow the same uh, steps. Go and interview people and say, oh, "Are you head of this department? Are you head of this process? Are you what? What is it that you are there to do?" Interview people, speak to people, uh, and then you're able to get that uh, initial view. And then lastly, finalize the list and just publish it. Publish it, just make sure that every because if it's not published, it doesn't exist. If people don't can't see it, it doesn't exist. And you need to make sure that it exists and people know where it is and keep reminding people of where it is. And then also make sure that it's up to date because uh, you do information is as useful as a the information is only useful if the information is current. It makes no, it doesn't help me to, it doesn't help anyone for the information of uh, a CEO or, or, or whatever the role is if that information was relevant five years ago it's no longer relevant now because if I need a decision now I need to find out the person is now so that I can make that decision have that decision made so make sure that's, that, that it's maintained so that's uh, putting together a simple contact list then the fifth thing uh, the one of the last things that you can do as a new project manager to add value is to try and ensure that there is a steering committee or that you can get some form of governance schedule or be the impetus for this you may not have the authority but try to start pushing for these regular steering committees and governance schedules maybe do them on your own and then after a while they'll pick up steam and then you can uh, get things done so project managers and other contributors need to provide inputs to steering committee because these are the guiding committees for the projects and the operational uh, operations out there i know people uh, say oh death by meetings how death by meetings and death by structures they are very necessary um it depends on not to say that it has to be a 65 hour meeting rather if, if even if it's a 15 minute meeting or a 30 minute meeting uh, for people to touch base and be on the same page it will save lives and will save um, train wrecks later on down the road and so you can help people uh, to plan and publish and schedule of all meetings including dates um, and when things are need to be submitted. You can plan dailies ahead of time, the weekly meetings ahead of time, the bi-weekly meetings ahead of time so that people are aware and cognizant of what's coming. And to, to make sure that you have a steering committee or government schedule that has been started, you again start with the meeting schedule template a simple uh, like simple have an agenda who needs to attend or the points that are going to be covered and very simple That's the simpler it is the better and then populate the meetings uh, with uh, the outcomes of the, uh, and then just send it for review and then send it to the right people that need to see this and review this and also ma- make sure that it's up to date so people uh, know exactly when the dates are going to be there and also what is going to be covered and um, project managers all about structure and being having a structure that's also agile but make sure that, that the structure is uh, still there 
Um, I know what can be uh, overwhelming is uh, having feeling the need to go into a lot of detail. Um, this, this you'll be able to suss out when you're starting out the level of detail that you will need when you're first starting out. But in my experience and other people's experience, it's very good to at least have the start there, have the right information in the, from the very beginning. Then you can start deep diving into uh, into into immense levels of detail. But as long as you've got the bare bones information that you need to get started so people can start adding value so people start being on the same on the same page then you will win and i remember in kung fu hustle the kung fu beast said that in kung fu speed determines the winner if you can get these three five things done relatively quickly and people know you as sme you'll be able to put yourself in a position where you can be very valuable to the organization and you want to be valuable to the organization because you're a project manager right so these uh, are, are simple these are five uh, simple but these actions uh, if you take them really quickly you can add immense value and people will thank you for them because these five tasks uh, people see they can see them as onerous and laborious but if you do this very quickly from the get-go from the jump you are going to set yourself apart and this this will this can, you can also take this and uh, help uh, build pmos around these five things but if you have these five things in place it you are really set yourself up uh, as a success in the organization or in your own practice so remember that you need to have a list of all your all the projects prioritize and so that they can be prioritized two have a standard list of uh, standard reporting three have standard uh, red amber and green levels Four, have a contact list and a five ensure that you start talks of having a steering committee and a strong governance schedule in place i hope that you enjoyed this episode of thriving project management thursdays where we talked about the five things that you can do as a new project manager to add value if you like this episode please like share comment subscribe let me know what you think if you are interested in any merchandise please head over to the website and remember joy gum said that operations keeps the lights on strategy provides light at the end of the tunnel but it is project management that provides that is the train engine that drives the organization forward everybody wants to be a project manager but not everybody wants to do the hard work enjoy this thursday know use these five things to add value quickly as a new project manager and i will see you on the next episode